Welcome to Entrepreneurs in Conversation with Geraldine. Each week, I sit down with entrepreneurs, innovators, and creators from around the world who share fascinating views, stories, and expert advice on start and grow a business from A to Z. Enjoy the show. In this episode. Yet the reason why we want more money to look different, all of that is really to have a better quality of life. And what is our quality of life? The emotional states that we're able to ground into and stabilize in. So for me, early in life, um, I was able to recognize that that had to be the way that I would get ahead in life. Hello, Sarah. How are you? Welcome to Entrepreneurs in Conversation with Geraldine. How are you today? Amazing. It's so good to be here with you. Thank you for joining me today to talk about you, to talk about your brand, uh, the Genius Body, and your coaching, and how actually you've been helping people um, in different fields. I mean, from mental support, help, health as well, and weight loss management as well. So before to dive into all of that, because it's so interesting, I'd love for you to tell us more about you. Sure. So I am a health coach. And I specialize in helping people heal their health from the inside out. So their physical health, their mental health, and their emotional health. And when it comes to weight loss, the way that I approach it is really looking at what's driving the weight gain in the first place. So there's a huge emotional component to that. So many people, when they first come to me, they tell me that they're struggling with their weight or with their health. But what it really comes down to is that the struggle lies with the fact that they're overstressed, overtired, overworked. And, mm -hmm. you know, as a byproduct of that, that leads to so many other health troubles. Mm -hmm. But um, actually, why and how actually did you start to be interested in that, well, in that industry, in that topic, what actually sparks your interest into it? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, for me, I think I learned very early on that the foundation of everything is your health and especially mm -hmm. your mental health. Mm -hmm. I think so often in the name of creating financial health or creating physical health or changing our physical appearance, we the first thing to go out the window is our mental health. Yet mm -hmm. the reason why we want more money to look different, all of that is really to have a better quality of life. And what is our quality of life? Mm -hmm the emotional states that we're able to ground into and stabilize in. Mm -hmm. So for me, early in life, um, I was able to recognize that that had to be the way that I would get ahead in life. Mm -hmm. But when you say early in life, how long ago was it? I was really young when I kind of had a moment of clarity around the importance of mental health. Growing mm -hmm. up in a family where, you know, the... Our home was pretty torn apart and I had a genetic baggage that, you know, made me prone to different physical ailments and mental ailments and all of this. And so as a kiddo, I was already struggling with chronic depression and mm -hmm. speaking to someone just today. And I know it's more and more recognized in younger and younger populations. But back then, there was a certain quality of invisibility to it, kind of like a piece of cellophane where there were lots of calls for help and um, kind of having this sense of transparency of people 
not seeing what is so much at the surface of your life. And I think even as we go on to be adults, so many of us carry this emotional weight around us that only we are aware of, mm-hmm. but that weight can really consume us and be so heavy that it really holds us back in life. And mm-hmm. so I think it was all the way back then that I could sense that there was something there that was getting in the way of me engaging with my life. I was just trying to get through life already from a very young age instead of fully engaging with my life. And it wasn't until landing in the hospital after some really severe health struggles that I was able to, for the first time in my life, ask myself what I needed to heal. And I think there's this tendency, especially today, to go to the Googles <laughs> to ask for you know, the how, how to make more money, how to heal, how to lose the weight. So often we aren't prone to ask ourselves that question and to think of ourselves as that search tool. Mm -hmm. Can you inquire within and what comes up for you when you do? Mm -hmm. I mean, your, your story is, it's very emotional and, and I'm very um, curious about it in that sense that what were, uh, when you found out about, you know, the fact that you were prone um, to, any mental or depression, uh, what were the solution or the key um, elements that help you actually um, overcome that challenge? Such a great question. I think something that I arrived on at early on as a key realization where things started to shift for me was that my healing was going to be my responsibility. And so often we can have people around us who provide us the space and the compassion and the support to be able to work through whatever we're, we're rumbling through. Mm-hmm. But our healing or our process to creating anything that we want in our lives has to depend on us. And so there was a moment of radical responsibility for me where I recognized that it was up to me. And what that meant was I had to be able to depend on myself. And so why mm-hmm. did I depend on myself? That was mm-hmm. much because I didn't have a relationship with myself where I could trust myself to be there in those difficult moments and to um, also kind of see myself through those difficulties mm-hmm. and to come up with my own answers too, to really listen in. Mm-hmm. And in learning actually from yourself and taking the decision to take action, um, it's where you found actually the inspiration to start your brand, is it? Yeah, that's right. My brand kind of evolved over time. So when I got into the field of health coaching back then, people weren't familiar with coaching at all. It wasn't until the boom in the ed- online educational space a few years after I got started that mm-hmm. people started to become familiar with this emerging profession. And mm-hmm. because of that, my own brand kind of saw its own development through these different phases that I've been through of exploring how I wanted to bring this work to people and share and make it accessible. So Mm -hmm. before it became the Mind Body Academy two years ago and the Genius Body uh, more recently, I have gone through these different um, moments of recognizing what what is it that I'm helping people with concretely? And so there was this idea at one point of the mental 
lose lose the mental weight and the byproduct of that is the physical mm -hmm. weight loss mm -hmm. so curing that issue of emotional obesity the heaviness that holds us back in life and that has mm -hmm. us going to food to tolerate our lives and all of that but then over time it really went deeper than that and so the way that i've been articulating that is that a healthy or a happy body begins with a healthy mind and that's where the genius body really emerged of this idea of healing ourselves from the inside out and using the intelligence that's built in to be able to do that. And it goes into deeper layers in terms of the emotional, the mental, the cognitive, the spiritual. You were saying, saying something that is very interesting in terms of you started along well back then and then back then like it was not, um, the industry was not as renowned as, as it is today, but Maybe for, for those who actually are not very familiar with the industry of health and coaching, can you tell us a bit more about the industry? Yeah. You know, I think it's a profession that, be, you know, has really come to meet a need because so much of the focus around physical health and mental health has been on treating health, treating mental health. And a lot of the work that I do with my clients is about creating mental health, creating better physical health. And mm -hmm. this orientation is such an important one. And there's definitely a place for people in the in therapeutic roles, in medical professions, and all of that. It all complements together because there's an educational gap that so many of us face when it comes to creating better better health. But then there's also that application gap. If you know better, why don't you do better? All of that is, is what we cover in the health coaching to be able to create that carryover between a diagnosis or an, a problem and then really being able to see that through to a transformation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's something that I find very well specific. Um, you are working with people and you are working with humans, right? With their own, you know... Um, to very sensitive challenges, right? But how how can you deal with, you know, what's very that can something that can trigger, you know, any emotional challenges because it's it's a lot to take in. So how you manage actually? I think I one of the things is I do my own coaching and I prioritize that. I'm my first client first. And so I come holding a very clear and clean space for my clients to show up and experience their own thinking. And so I think just having my own self-awareness is so key there to not jump in and um, feed people advice, but rather help people come to their own conclusions by holding that kind of space. And so I don't ever assume that I know what's in the best interest of my client. And mm -hmm. That's a kind of, it helps create a very like container in which people can experience a lot of growth and all of that because um, who's to say what's best for you, what's going to work for you and your body? Only mm -hmm. you know that. But rarely do we get, you know, that opportunity to inquire within and check in with ourselves if for that feeling of felt rightness, if what's mm -hmm. being offered or the what we think is coming up for us is the answer is actually the answer for us and what will work for us. 
while working with all the amazing clients that you've been working with, um, I'm pretty sure you you deep dive into so many um, very deep you know topics and conversations and um, a lot of successes as well. But what have you learned along the you know along the way? Because I mean, you served uh, and you keep on serving so many people. So what have you learned? I love that question because so often it's easy to just go from, you know, one thing to the next without taking that intentional pause to look back and integrate all the changes that have happened, all of the growth and evolution that's happened. And I think over time, I think what has really come through is that it's so important to, as, as a, as a teacher, as a coach to, apply what you're teaching and to give yourself the grace to recognize that a lot of this stuff is stuff that you have to continue to grow and evolve through. Mm -hmm. and so for me, the, the biggest lessons have been to just keep going and also to keep creating awareness of where is my growing edge? Where am I, where am I rubbing up against a point of growth that I have yet to cross over to? And for me, one of the things I think a lot of entrepreneurs will be able to relate to is this sense of how sometimes it feels like the most productive thing is just to power through the next thing and the next thing. And we can feel ourselves exhausting ourselves and stressing ourselves out and wearing ourselves down. But that work of processing emotions is so key because when you just power through, you're just creating so much resistance. And that slow drag is what ends up making things take so much more time. And I've, you know, processing emotions is the core of what I, what I teach. And there's been these moments of recognizing where I got ahead of myself. I wanted to speed up and really what I was needing was to slow down, get that perspective and pull back on the arc to create that momentum to go forward. So cultivating these moments of dropping in and processing our emotional life and really checking in with what's going on in our minds and how we're thinking is quite often the most productive thing. Mm -hmm. So that's been a huge lesson for me. So, I mean, that's, that's so interesting and that's so important because I mean, you're connected to so many uh, humans and with different, you know, aspects of their lives that they want to see it different. So I think, like you said, it's important for you actually to do, the work in order to grow yourself um, as a human being. So I find it very fascinating. Um, now, I'm, I'm very curious about, you know, because there's so much connections in terms of the spiritual, um, the emotion, obviously, which is very key, but it's a business, right? So what, um, what are the different strategy that you set for yourself and if they are connected to specific 2021 goals that you put in place in order, you know, to reach the next level um, for the genius body? Well, my word of the year has been connection. And I think it's so easy to gloss over the importance of that piece. And for me, in my own trajectory, I went through a phase where it was consume, 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 read over 500 books in the past, like, six years. And then the pendulum swung to the other side where I was creating, 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 putting my podcast out every week and more than once a week very often. And then 
to just kind of come to the place where to balance the teeter-totter, the connection point is connection. And that's Mm -hmm. what holds like that steady ground between all of it. If, you know, you could have no podcast, no website, nothing. But if you have connection to people, if you're not just a profile and you're a person to people, that's everything. So getting into conversations with people from a genuine servant's heart of wanting to get to know what people are rumbling through, what people are going through, what they need support with, and where it's authentic, being able to offer that support is huge. One of my business coaches, she presents it in such a simple way. It's like in anything that you want to do, really, she, she specializes with coaches, but it applies to anyone. Mm-hmm. If you want to grow your business, you need to be meeting people, telling them what your profession is, t- telling them yeah. your health coach, in my case, and making offers to help. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of what we hear in the marketing and business space is about like, get people to give you more money, get people to give you more money. Yeah. But yeah. where the shift for me has been happening is really coming to a place of wanting more from a place of sufficiency. And this is so key because when I am giving to myself through the value that I'm creating and I am opening myself up in my capacity to receive, there's an even flow there that happens between people. When I know that you know through my podcast, through the quality of the conversations that I have with people, that I'm serving them already on the highest level, I don't need to hard sell them on anything. Mm-hmm. I am able to show up in a space where I'm able to offer to people, how would you like to be supported? Mm-hmm. This way, this way, this way. When you check in with yourself, is there one of those ways that feels right for where you are right now? Mm-hmm. And that's very different than grasping and cr- like creating clients and getting clients It becomes about that human connection. Is it a right connection for what you are needing in your life right now? When I come from that place, it's so much more, there's so much more contentment in my life and abundance and all of the things that are so easy to experience only on the other side of accumulating more and more and more. I get to experience that now as part of my process. And that has totally shifted how my business has been going me Mm -hmm. you said something that it was very interesting before because you said it was um your brand was before the mind body uh if i'm not mistaken yeah the mind body academy the mind body academy sorry and then but now it's the genius body so why that transition and what does it mean and what does it um you know what does it represent So I decided to keep my podcast as the Mind Body Academy podcast. And originally why I chose that name and why I'm still keeping it for an element of my brand is because it can be abbreviated to the MBA. And I feel like so many of us are needing a master's in business administration of ourselves Mm -hmm. when it comes to our health, especially because it's so easy to wait to create health on the other side of more wealth. But I think we have to ask ourselves, yeah, you can do it that way, but don't you want to integrate it to your process? Don't you want to make health and happiness the way you want to get ahead in life? Mm -hmm. That for me has been what I've dedicated 
myself too. And I think I experienced such a full experience of my life because of that, where despite all the curveballs and, you know, things you can't expect around the next corner, like a global pandemic, I have this capacity to be resilient because at every moment I know that the fullness of the expression of my health, the fullness of the expression of the well-being I can experience is up to me, regardless of what happens. And that's been so empowering. And it's what I still want to make available through my brand and through my podcast as a place to come in and drop in to these powerful lessons on what we can do to make that a reality, to make health and happiness the way that we get ahead in life. So that's what my podcast is. And then the transition over to the genius body is because I think ultimately that's what it is. It's, it's a mind body connection. And there's, I love that word genius because there's a real intelligence and inner knowing that we all have. And also our bodies are designed to take care of us. And when we listen to them and we ask them what they're needing to feel nourished, to heal and all of that, there's, so much wisdom that comes through us. And so I made that transition over to call the overarching umbrella the genius body because when I think about what my mission is, I want to help over a million people heal their health from the inside out and create a genius body. And what is a genius body? It's, it's the experience of wellness in your body, in your place here on earth. We live our human experience in our physical bodies. We'll make it somewhere we want to spend some time because we're that's where we have our time while we're here on Earth. But I, I really love actually um, the genius body and what it does represent, um, especially in this time, um, like the one that we are living right now, you know, the quarantine, COVID and everything. It has impacted obviously so many people that were, um, you know, touched and contaminated with with you know the virus. But not only that, like I mean, so many people are affected, like because of the depression, because of the loneliness, because of so many factors, right? And I think more than anything else, like you mentioned, we need connections. So we need to be there for each other and to be kind to some extent. Yeah. Um, be there for and each other and be there for ourselves, right? That's the key is that, you know, I sometimes offer the simple instruction to people to show them how disconnected we are from our bodies, which is for 60 seconds, be with your body. That's the only instruction. And very quickly, you know, you land in your body and you're like, am I in my body? Wait, what's this thing over here? And there's the thinking mind just jumps in. Like, is this over? <laughs> we're already on to the next thing. And a lot of us are leading our lives in that way where we're not fully present to what's happening in this present moment. And so we tend to think of the mind and the body as two separate entities because of that. But really, they're one integrated system. What you do to your body, you do to your brain. And what you do to your brain, you do to your body. And, and so when we have that moment of integration, that's where we feel ourselves most like ourselves and most in tune with what we are capable of becoming. So instead of approaching all the goals that we have in our life from the space of trying to get away from ourselves in a hurry and trying to be less like ourselves, it's actually accessing what's already a part of us and just developing that and bringing it out more. It's trying, it's, 
creating the space for us to become the best of ourselves instead of less like ourselves. Mm -hmm. So definitely that's something we all have to do, be there in the present moment. I have to say, and I have very to, well, I have to be honest about it. It's something that I'm still working on <laughs> because I'm still like many entrepreneurs, like always on the go thinking about the next steps, the next things, the next everything, but not even thinking about the fact that even for my body and everything that covers like around it, like spirituality, you know, being aligned, the balance, it's connected with the fact that we have to be present, right? So I really love what I hear and I really love what you're sharing um, with the genius body. Now, if we deep dive, um, you talk about the reason why actually you shift um, from a brand to another. Uh, you talked about the different strategies about how actually you grow your business. Um, now, in this very specific, um, I will say, economy, how do you plan on scaling for the future? You know, where do you see your brand within the next five to 10 years? I am committed to expanding the reach of what I do and of making this work extremely accessible. I think it's something that most of us aren't super familiar with, like what do we do to create better health, especially mental health. Um, most of us get what to do to condition our physical bodies, but when it comes to our minds, like what do you do for mental fitness? What do you do for emotional hygiene? These are things that we benefit from incorporating into our daily life, but I think that's something that kind of goes over most people's heads or it feels like we have to sit down and hold hands and sing Kumbaya and cry in a circle. And it's not that at all. You know, feeling our feelings is our emotions are the reason we do what we do. It's why we do or don't do whatever it is that we're doing. Any habit you want to make, any habit you want to break, you need to understand how to process through emotion. And I think that's why so many of us are feeling stuck and confused and overwhelmed it's simply because there's emotion there that we haven't been willing to process mm -hmm. but um, where I see my brand going is making this work accessible so I see my podcast becoming one of the health top health podcasts out there and I see my business growing um, different programs and being able to take more people through you know, this healing journey. Mm -hmm. And I mean, clearly I see growth, but in that growth, I see there's something else. Like where do you, how do you keep, you know, going? Because like what you're touching and what you're covering, it's so sensitive, like we were saying before. So what keeps you going? What's the inspiration that will, that support you actually to keep on, you know, doing what you do? I love that you use that word sensitive and also I think because I, I think there's like a very feminine in the sense of the archetype of that of being able to be more compassionate and all of that and I think it's so 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 empowering right that would be the, the counterbalance to that the, the sensitivity and so my inspiration that keeps me going is to see what it's done to my life and to the lives of all the people that I've been able to touch through this work. It's absolutely phenomenal to be able to recognize. And an example of this is more recently having been through pretty intense 
adversity of having had someone close to me defraud all my bank accounts. And I was able to integrate that so quickly and be so resilient in the face of that. And, you know, I could see, I had the awareness to recognize where my mind was going with all of that and how easily it could have been to let go into, you know, feelings of depression or anything like that. But I have come to a place and I have seen my clients come to a place where everything is a lesson and a blessing. And to be able to have that capacity to integrate things very quickly is what enables me to live my life from a very creative space. So instead of reacting to my life, I get to create my life and I get to see my clients get to a place where they have that creative capacity too. And where, um, you know, instead of fixating on what they see as a problem and what they want to get rid of and what they want to change, they're able to focus on what they want to create and what they want for themselves and making that switch. It's, it changes everything in your experience of your life. And so that's just, that, that's what I wake up with every morning. That's what keeps me going day after day. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to cut back. Right. But there is, um, I'm, I'm learning about a book right now. I'm, I'm reading it and I'm saying learning for a specific reason. I'm, I don't know if you um, ever heard about um, the author Kate Northrop. Yes, yes. Yeah. So I was you. You used a keyword that I find very interesting um, because you're an entrepreneur, a woman, obviously. So you use femininity and entrepreneurship, and I was learning in Do Less, um, the book, one of the book of Kate Northrop, is that as women we should definitely integrate our femininity in not specifically in terms of management or but even in our cycle in terms of producing um where do you stand do do you think it actually does have an impact into the way we we view things i'm not so much knowledgeable and i'm and i'm still learning about it but i wanted to pick your brain about it i absolutely love the title of that book do less because our brains tend to offer that the solution is when we get very intellectual about things, that the solution is to do more, 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 more. But so often that prevents us from doing what actually is effective because we spread ourselves so thin. And that goes back to what I was saying earlier about this idea that you could have no website, you could have, you know, none of the fluffs and frills that we get so caught up in spending months and sometimes years building out in our business. It's like, can you get straight to the point? Can you create the connection with the person? Like, yeah. can I help? If the answer is no, you know, you have to work on your skill. And if the answer is yes, what are you doing then to go help people? Because it's really that simple. And our minds tend to, add layers of complexity. And the reason that our minds do that is because our more primitive brain, the way our brain evolved is to be very good at finding problems. And that's great because we can do something about the problems that we see, but the trap that we can get pulled into is that when we're only focused on the problem and not what's causing the problem is that we can create problems on top of problems. When we're problem fixated, we end up reacting to our problems instead of solving for them. And so I think that idea of 
simplifying? Like, what if this were simple? That's a question I love to put out there. Because especially when it comes to weight loss, that's one of the first things I teach people is um, not making it harder than it has to be. So where in your business, where in that thing that you're struggling with, have you been making it harder than it has to be? And then um, I have one more question for you today. Um, the mindset, because in where in health, in wealth, in anything that you have to manage for, for ourselves, like, you know, even in weight loss management, you need a mindset. So what would be, if you would be to coach me now, what would be um, the key element that I need to observe or to have in mind to keep that mindset in order to keep going? Well, the question I would volley over to you is, what, how do you understand that word mindset? What does that mean to you? Mm. If I would be answering your question, I would say it could be... I think I, I would definitely probably deconnect it, like because I will think mindset for business, mindset as a mom, mindset like I mean, I will put it in different you know contexts, right, in different boxes. But overall, mindset is for me something that I would like to associate with. Um, I mean, keeping the balance, keeping the focus. I mean, these two key, key terms. So important, right, to recognize like these words sometimes that we feel like we understand, but when we unpack them, they mean such different things to different people. And so what you might value in terms of cultivating more balance and focus, that might be something someone else values very differently. And so then we can get more granular about that of how to cultivate those things in your life. And what so much of this really comes down to when we don't compartmentalize the different areas of our life is when you take away all of those circumstances, what do you know is always going to be true about you in any given situation? You know, mm -hmm. pandemic, no pandemic, job, no job, kids, no kids. What do you know you are committed to always showing up with? Because that's what you can continue to cultivate and that mm -hmm. will allow you in conditions of uncertainty, in conditions that are less than favorable to show up the way that you want to show up and to remain committed to the life that you actually want to be creating for yourself. I love that. I, I really, I mean, these are word of wisdom, <laughs> literally. Um, I mean, where people can find out about you. Yeah, so... If you want to listen in to some smooth podcast voice, <laughs> um, I have my podcast, so the Mind Body Academy podcast. You can get that wherever you listen to your podcasts. And then you can check out thegeniusbody.com. So that's with the T-H-E. For more information on how you can work with me and feel free to book a free call with me too where I can get to know where you're at with all of this and help you move the needle in the right direction. Amazing. Thank you for being with us today, Sarah, and have yourself a good day. You Bye too. now. Thank you. This is the end of the show. Share the show with your community. Make sure to listen to the next episode on Spotify, iTunes, Stitchers, and Anchor, and more. 
follow us on Instagram at ECG, that podcast, and me, Geraldine GP. Follow me on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. See you next time.